0: you have come to the place where you can learn to harness the power of intention, to create subconscious beliefs that serve you, and to gain insights that allow you to create a life personally and professionally that you desire. This is the place where you leverage your subconscious mind and design your destiny. Join me now, your host, Penny Chason. Hi everyone. I'm coming to you today with a very special guest. Justina is a wonderful person. She has a beautiful heart and an energy about her that is unmistakable. If you ever happen to come across her on social when you hear her on this podcast, you are going to know it. She's a mother of two young boys. She has a professional career that started as a professional trainer and She had her own fitness business around that for several years, but now she's made a transition into working with the only company out there that is focused on the mental wellness of others. She is also now evolving into becoming a leader and a coach to others in her industry, and she is here to just help people change their lives to have mental health. Mental wellness, so that people can have the most fulfilling and enriched possible life. So, we're going to get started now. Here we are. Hi, Justina. How are you? Hello, Miss Penny. Great. How are you? Good. It's awesome to have you here. I'm excited to talk about you and your business, but not only you and your business, but how you have embraced this and embodied. The fact that in order for us to grow and to enrich others, we must always be growing and enriching ourselves, and to do that from the inside out. Anyone who goes on to Facebook and sees you these days, sees your videos, your energy is unmistakable. But from the inside, you didn't always feel that way. and. I would love for you to start out by filling in some of the gaps for people about who you are, what you represent, and then, you know, just kind of lead into where all of this started with you before we connected and worked together.
1: Okay. Yes. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited and honored to be here. And I, I hope that someone could resonate with my story because I don't think what I went through before meeting you is very uncommon. And What that was is it all boiled down to lack of self-love, lack of feeling worthy, and I'm sure we could dive in a little bit deeper where that stemmed from, but what that looked like when I was running my business was a lot of self-doubt, a lot of overthinking, (laughs) and not feeling um, in alignment right? So I would receive like a really inspiring thought or idea. And then I would just sit and overthink it for so long to the point where it would cause me stress and overwhelm and some anxiety. And then the idea would be gone. I I would overthink it so much that I would miss my window of action, I guess you could say. And so in my business, I continued to get really inspired and then it was the cycle of feeling overwhelmed anxious not taking action and then being in the same place where i was and if anyone's listening they could relate like that doesn't move you forward that's only going to keep you in the same place or maybe even worse off so i knew that something had to change i knew that i was meant for more and i was really just stuck on how can i get out of my head and be of a place of service for people
0: And you said something there. I'm sure there's no one, there's not anyone out there listening to this podcast who has ever got into overthinking and overwhelm, right? (laughs) I think we've all been there. And so many people out there make it seem like so easy. You know, you just stop it. You just stop doing it. It's a choice. But in my experience with myself, I've been doing this work for a few years now and with my clients, this is a continual process and in my experience the first step to eliminating this is to move into a place where we have awareness awareness of what we're thinking awareness of what we're feeling so that we can intervene as early as possible to stop this cycle now the cycle that you were in if you could even venture a guess like business wise in relationships within the business, how much do you think this cost you? Oh my gosh. Don't go there. We have
1: to go in the pain. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Penny, this cost me. Well, let me just put it this way. I spent a lot of money on coaches and different programs and hiring people to try to fix me and my business. And at the reality, I was looking for an external solution, but for an internal problem. So thousands of dollars on coaching in different programs, thinking that if I just learned social media, then I'll be a million dollar earner. If I just learned this, then I would do this, right? So I was always working from, if I had that, then I would be this person. And on top of the wasted time, the wasted energy, the days feeling super overwhelmed, it also trickled into my family life and how I showed up as a mother and as, as a wife, because I knew that I wasn't serving people at the level that I was capable of, I was frustrated with myself and that came out into my family. So I was short tempered with my husband. I was snappy with my kids. I I was very closed off because I was so stuck in trying to accomplish and do and do and do that I was not allowing myself to relax and just be fun and be loving with my family and my kids. And so it's more than money. It cost me more than money. And I think that's, a really big takeaway that people don't fully understand, or they don't want to admit that, like, hey, yeah, the way that I'm showing in my business is also a reflection of how I'm showing you up in my life.
0: Exactly. And you hit it up, upon an emotion there, frustration. And many people feel frustrated. What the majority of people don't understand is that frustration is a secondary emotion. And that secondary emotion comes from all of the things that you're doing to make an attempt to fix a bad feeling or emotion that hasn't been taken care of. Maybe for most people, they don't even recognize there's an emotion there, right? They just know that they're not feeling good and they need to take action and the action they're taking isn't addressing what they're feeling underneath the surface. So they get a temporary reprieve or a bit of relief, but then it happens all over again, and as we go through this cycle, this frustration develops because we're not addressing the core root cause of the issue. Now, you and I did, we did some one-on-one work, and you were in my workshop, and I feel like that's where I really saw you begin to blossom out and take control because within the workshop the work is very subtle. It's not directed, but the impact can be huge. But before we began all of this, did you have any idea or sense of direction as to where all of this started if you care to share that part of it? I mean like did, did you have this notion of like, oh, it all started at this moment? Yeah, no, I think this is a good thing to talk about because if you
1: are not aware yet you'll understand that your business is a reflection of you and who you are on the inside. And I, I had that understanding. And so I grew up in a home with an alcoholic and drug abusive father. He was in and out of my life, you know, from a young childhood age, at the age of 10 or 11, I went through some sexual trauma as a young kid as well. And so I always thought that was my problem in air quotations. Right. But after doing the work with you, I realized that it wasn't really the sexual trauma. It wasn't really my abusive dad. It was more of me taking on this massive feeling that I was responsible for my mom and to be this protector for my mom while we were going through this trauma with my dad. And I took on this this feeling of being responsible at a very young age, honestly, probably three or four years old. And... It kind of robbed me of my childhood. I didn't know how to have fun. I didn't know how to be carefree. I didn't know how to just go with the flow. Um, I was very structured, you know, like type A. I have to do this, do this, do this again, just in the the doing mode. And I was always doing to achieve some sort of recognition. Like I wanted my mom to to be proud of me. I wanted her to know that I was actually helping her in our struggling life and not adding to the problem. And I felt this really big sense of, like, I need to be the perfect daughter, the perfect student, the perfect, you know, make sure the house is cleaned perfectly so I could help my mom take off some of the stress and the trauma that she went through. And I had no idea that that was affecting me so much in my life and in my business. And how that showed up in my business was fear of judgment. You know, I had a perfect everything in my business before I would put it out there and launch it because I felt responsible for the people that I was helping and if it wasn't perfect then what if I didn't help them enough right and it always came down to like is this good enough am I good enough what if I put something out and it didn't get the results that I wanted and so yeah it came down to this fear of judgment not feeling good enough taking on all of this responsibility, trying to do all the things in my business, right? Trying to run the emails, the Facebook groups, the, the funnels, making all my pretty canvas, like all of the things that a lot of entre- entrepreneurs probably do. And yet I wasn't getting anywhere. I wasn't actually helping people. And so it came down to, I had to ask myself, what's more important, this pretty amazing Canva or actually getting out? And having conversations and helping people letting people know what I do yeah so you know I just think it's it's crazy to think about that your connection with yourself and your your self-love your self-worthiness is going to pour out into your business or not if it's not there
0: right and I believe this is a perfect example of how as children we can create misperceptions that lead to incorrect beliefs that impact us because, you know, what child out there wouldn't want to do what they could, right, to make mom's life easier when you're in that situation? But the meaning that was put on that was, I need to be as good as I can be. I need to try to protect her Mom can't speak up for herself, I have to speak up for her. And then as you continue through this repetitive process, and this is for, gosh, this doesn't have to be brought on by experiencing the type of situation that you witnessed and experienced as a child, these misperceptions can come from the tiniest of things, but you get in this repetitive process of like, oh, if I can do it better, if I make sure I do it the best, then it'll make it easy because I'm not a problem, you know, and we put all of this meaning on it and we repetitively reinforce it and we don't even realize that on a subconscious level This becomes a lens through which we view the way that we need to do things of what the world expects for us. You know, my mother always said, you know, Penny, you were your own harshest critic. And I think that's true of everyone because we judge ourselves based on misperceptions that we created a long, long time ago. At what point do you feel was your biggest epiphany or shift through this process? Hmm, that's a good question.
1: Again, like I said, when we were doing the one on one work and we were going through forgiveness, we went through the things that were obvious, that I thought were obvious. You know, I knew that my dad had a huge impact on me in my relationship with, with love, with other men. I knew that some of the sexual trauma I went through had an impact on me, but I never once recognized the impact that my mom had on me and also forgiving myself. And that is a continuous evolution that I'm continuing to understand what it means to forgive myself and not, not be feeling so responsible for everything. Right. And yeah, that it was that I was not responsible for everybody and for everything. And it didn't come down to my level of whether or not I was good enough or lovable. Right. So I subconsciously, I was rating my responsibility, all of my doings, all of my achievements for how much I could be loved. And this was showing up in in everywhere in my life, um, in my romantic relationship. I always tried to to do more please, and like buy things like, you know, anything, anything small, big or just so I could feel like I was worthy of being loved. I did this in my business, where I would try to over-deliver, 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 make everything pretty and perfect, to the point where I was running this negative cycle of overwhelm and burnout, and overdoing instead of fully just showing up as me and serving the people I'm meant to serve, yeah. and trusting that that was enough—that I just me and showing up as me was enough for people that. And it didn't matter how many times people told me that, Penny. Like, that's the crazy part. I had so many people
0: like, Justina, you're amazing. You've, you helped me so much. You changed my life. I'm like, okay, okay, you know. But you bring up a very good point. We all want to help people to feel better. And when people are in this place that they're judging themselves, we tell them, oh, you're amazing. You're so good. You're so smart. Conscious analytically. We may even know that about ourselves, but on a subconscious level, we don't. And when that subconscious belief is strong, you can affirmation yourself to the moon and back. You can have people tell you how wonderful you are, but when that belief mechanism is in place, your subconscious mind goes, oh, no, this is who we are, and this is how we protect ourselves, It becomes a protective mechanism, even when it's something that holds us back, and it actually causes us pain, and it's a process of releasing that. I'm just, short answer, how heavy was that, carrying that responsibility? Yeah, and just last week when I messaged you and I asked you if you would come on to the podcast, you voxed Mm -hmm. me back, and... The giggle that you had at the end of that box, it energized me so much. I could not go to sleep because it was that light, soul-filled, from the heart, innocent giggle. I just loved it. Could you have experienced that feeling before you let all of this crap go?
1: No. I'm, like, getting teary-eyed right now because it's like... I would have been like, no, I don't think so. I don't know. I probably, again, I wouldn't have felt good enough to be on your podcast. I'd be like, what do your people need to hear me about? What do I have to say that could really help somebody? Are you sure, Penny? Are you sure you want me? You know, I would have went through all this question, but instead I was like, "Uh, yes, please. (laughs)
0: Let me, yes, let's do
1: this. So yeah, I'm honored to be here. It's super exciting.
0: If you're like most people that I have worked with, either in group or one-to-one, then most likely you are someone that seeks out journaling opportunities, yoga, meditation, to create a sense of calm and peace in your life. What if I told you that there is a practice that not only allows you to introduce peace and the sense of calm in your life, but it does so by releasing negative beliefs, recognizing the truths about you, that you are lovable, that there's never been anything wrong with you, all while allowing you to create a deeper connection spiritually, then I'm sure you're going to want to get in on this. So I want you to head over to the website pennychason.com forward slash release and get on the wait list now because the doors are opening soon on release, renew, realign. You and I, we did one-on-one work, but we also did the workshop together. And that workshop is a process of teaching you a tool and a technique that allows you to continue to release things. So it goes beyond the one-on-one work. It gives you what you need so that you can go through the rest of your life with a process that if things bubble up, when they bubble up, you can release them. But it also is a process of re programming you to know that, God, you were created lovable. The only thing that made you unlovable was the misperception that you did or didn't do something that would keep you from being lovable. And how has that process been for you, incorporating that into your life? What difference has that made? The workshop was, like you said, the next
1: level of doing the one-on-one work because the one-on-one work opened my eyes to this awareness, but it was a continuous process and practice that we learned in the workshop that really helps transform your subconscious beliefs. And so what I've learned in the workshop is anytime I would feel in my self-doubt, in my overthinking, have a negative thought pattern even feeling physical pain in my body, sometimes when I'm stressed out, I get like this weird kink in my, in the, my shoulder blades and I could drop into the self-hypnosis that we learned in the workshop, you know, and it helps just be able to clear out that negativity. And the more that you practice it, the faster you could use it, you know? So even if, even if I'm cooking dinner and I'm feeling myself get tense or whatever it is, right. I could just, Take a couple of breaths, go through some of the self-hypnosis patterns and feel completely different be able to let it go. And analytically, it's that makes sense. But the feeling that you get, the, the lightness that you get at the sub- subconscious level, that's what's really amazing. And I loved the workshop because the first half of it, I love how you say it's like emptying all the negativity. Like we have to let out all the bad negative emotions, beliefs, that you have in order to make room for the positivity, the good on the second half. And so I still will get resistance sometimes going through the first three, four recognitions. But I'm instead of resisting it, I'm embracing it because I'm like, yes, this is me emptying out the negativity. This means that I'm actually people say what getting uncomfortable with the, with the discomfort or whatever, like that's what it is, but it's, I know that I'm doing it to enhance my life, to enhance my connection with myself, to be more in alignment with what I'm supposed to be doing in my business as a mother. And yeah, it just feels so awesome. So it is a practice though, you know, like doing the hypnosis work once can help you, but there's things in life that will turn up. And in July, I had the like three weeks where I was just, everything was going bad in my mind. Like I had so many circumstances that were happening in my, in my life. My negative thought patterns spiraled. I've never felt so out of control. I was super overwhelmed. I was crying every day. I was having these bad visions of bad things happening like to my kids, to myself. And I messaged Penny and I'm like, what the hell is going on? Like, <laughs> I don't know what's happening. I'm, I'm doing the hypnosis. I'm moving my attention. Like, tell me this is part of the process. And Penny's like, just go with it. See what happens. You know, let's, let's just kind of let go and you keep doing the self-hypnosis that you learned in the workshop and let's see what happens. And to me, it was kind of my test of letting go of that
0: negativity, that alter ego. Yeah. It was crazy. It's important that we learn to be able to identify and process our emotions. That's so key. And there was a lot going on. And and for people listening to the podcast, don't know me that well. You know, Justina and I are, are, we've known each other for a while because of, of a coaching program that we're in. And I have learned to embrace what I call seasons of life. And the world around us impacts us. And sometimes when we get in these places, it's not necessarily internal. It can be external, but it resonates with the internal and it brings these things up. And sometimes instead of fighting it, we have to surrender, process the emotions and we have to learn to move ourselves through it because this, excuse my French fucking pie in the sky idea <laughs> that you're always vibrating in joy, that's a unicorn. That doesn't exist. The key is to learn to manage where we are so that when we have these emotions, we have the tools, we have the skills, we have the awareness to bring ourselves back as quickly as possible. And sometimes that means just letting go. And that's a challenging place to be, especially if you're someone who has spent your entire life trying to fix others, to help others, to be their solution, taking responsibility for other people. And I had the impression and this is my opinion i had the impression that that's part of what justina was going through as she's learning to evolve to be this new person that she is now she was going through this process of having to learn to let go of that so i could have reflexively said yeah book another session let's work on this but i wanted her to do everything she could to move through it first and then we'd have would evaluate and go from there so you know what This is where I want to go. We've talked a lot about the frustration, the struggle. I'm sure a lot of people are identifying with what we talked about, but this is where I want you to go now because I love, love, love your babies. I love the way you show up online. Tell people how doing all of this work has changed your life. You just take as long as you need. You just... (laughs) Let, let people know what's changed because it just makes my heart well up because it's inspiring. I love it. Thank you, Penny. Um,
1: okay. So, wow. What do I begin? Going back to what you said of allowing myself the space to process my emotions was me embodying loving myself and loving myself enough to relax and take time off for my business. I love myself enough to process my emotions and not get stuck in the doing, and needing to achieve. And so that was huge for me. That definitely was that time period in July was part of the process. And I recognize that now that I'm on the other side going through it, it was ugly, it was not good. <laughs> so and I love what you said, it's not all about rainbows and freaking unicorns, you guys, like, part of evolving is going through the ugly shit. And like growth is ugly, <laughs> letting go, like game of let it go. And now, So my three-year-old, I have a three-year-old and a nine-month-old. And my three-year-old, he's very quick to get angry. And when I was pregnant, I was very anxious and very structured and very doing. And so I'm not surprised that he has this rigid personality and very edgy himself. He's my firecracker. And um, he was not very loving, not very like, he didn't like cuddles. But instantly when I came out of a session with Penny and I went back downstairs, my three-year-old, like, just swarmed me and hugged me. He's like, mama, I love you. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And I could just feel feel him. And like the love in both of us just grew. And I knew it was because I was open to receiving love. I was actually able to receive love and show him love by being, not trying to do all of these actions to prove to him that I loved him. And in my relationship With my partner, I was so stuck in my masculine energy and I always tried to outdo and I had to do, bring in all the money. I had to do all the housework. I had to do all the cleaning. Like I had to be in control of everything in our house and in my romantic relationship. And I was able just to sit back and allow my partner to step into his place of masculinity. Our relationship completely changed. Like we were no longer fighting and yelling at each other over the littlest things. I was able to look at him like and feel gratitude and love. Like, oh my gosh, I cannot believe I get to be with this amazing man and that he loves me for being me. Like I could, he just loves me for being me. I don't have to do anything. And it just took off this huge weight from my shoulders of like, oh, I could breathe. I don't have to do all this stuff around my house to prove to him that I'm lovable. And then that allowed me to focus my attention on the areas that really needed it, like to do the things that I actually needed to do. I feel so freaking alive and aligned in my business right now. Like the way that I was describing it to some other friends is like, I feel electrifying. Like I'm just spewing energy and it just feels so good. And Right now, where I'm working from is 70% perfection. I'm doing things and I'm shipping it out the door. I'm just like, all right, ready, set, go. Okay, yep, good enough, go. Ready, go. I could always fix it later. But I know right now that what I have to offer could actually change lives. And I'm no longer working from a place of, is this good enough? But I know right now that what I have to offer, I could really help transform people's lives and their businesses. And that's more important to me than holding back and like being stuck in my own shit. So all around, it's, I feel like vibrating. I sense it in people, like even at the store, more people are looking at me. I like, I'm drawing more attention. They're smiling at me. And it just feels so good to know that I'm doing my own inner work, raising my vibration. And that's a reflection of my external world. When so many people have it backwards and they think they need to fix their external world in order to fix themselves. And it starts with, this, it starts with the inner work, doing the subconscious work, reprogramming your brain, in addition to making sure you're, you're taking care of your physical body. You know, my background is in fitness and physical health. So eating well, not eating like a jackass and cheap, right? But like eating well, <laughs> making healthy choices, moving your body, getting good sleep, having spiritual practices, it, you need it all. And that's what got me out of the fitness professionals because they were like, just work out, eat clean. I'm like, no, there's so much more to that. If you don't change your subconscious beliefs around being healthy, around being a badass
0: businesswoman or man, you're never going to get there. So, Yeah, and that's why this workshop is becoming the core offering that I have. I mean, release, renew, realign is about giving you the tools that you can do this yourself. I mean, you can get huge release without ever doing one-on-one work. And it's like you mentioned earlier, it's uncomfortable because the reason why we have the issues we have is we've never dealt with this stuff from the past. So we have to allow the subconscious to process it and to let it go. So we can move to this place of, of being light and I can't emphasize enough what you just mentioned that it's so much more than just one practice. But how much of your time, how much of a <laughs> I'm asking you a loaded question, is it an inconvenience for you to incorporate this into your life? It's costing me more if I don't.
1: Yeah. You know. And there are days, so I it's now like a ritual. I'm very committed to my spirituality, and I'm doing self-hypnosis at least once a day, every single day. My intention is to drop into hypnosis three times a day, and even if it's just for two minutes, but I know in the morning, without a doubt, I have a morning ritual and self-hypnosis is part of it because then I could let go of the overthinking and all of the fears that possibly could come up and connect with my higher self and feel, like you said, aligned with my day, with my work. And when I don't start my days off that way, I'm working from like the scattered brain and trying to always hurry up to get the next thing done.
0: Yeah, it's vital. When we get aligned, we have such a deep sense of knowing of what it is that we're here to do and how it is that we're here to help others change their lives in a positive way that nothing else really matters. It's like, you know, just being a, a, I don't want to say superhero, but, you know, it's like taking on that alter ego, like nothing is going to stop you when you're aligned because it's that important. Where can People who are interested in their mental wellness, in their gut health, maybe connecting and wanting to know how they can help others make their life better the way that you do. Where can they find you online? How can they connect with you and get to know more about you and what you are doing to make this world a better place? Penny, I'm going to add one more thing because I just popped in my head. If that's okay, absolutely. I'm all about intuition.
1: While working with Penny and going through the workshop, my husband and I paid off $13,000 of credit card debt. And that came from a sense of being in alignment, of knowing that money doesn't come from hard work, but being in connection with your higher self and surrendering and trusting that there's plenty more, right? And that, that you're operating from a place of abundance. And that really does come from your subconscious and how its connection into abundance, which boiled down to my self-worth. So if I could you know, draw the parallel of like, I wasn't worthy of making more money. I wasn't worthy to paying off my debt. That was something I always was going to have because that's just the way I was. That's what I was taught. That's how I grew up. So I just think that's a really important part because when you can operate from a place of self-worth and self-love, money flows into your life. It doesn't come from the hard work. So that is one thing that I do teach in my network marketing business for my downline. So the ways that people could connect with me is through social media. I have two private Facebook groups, one for uh, network marketing leaders that is called Mentally Fit Leaders, where I help you really uncover your subconscious limiting beliefs that could be holding you back in your business and build a brand for you outside of your network marketing company. Because the real deal is, is people want to see you, not your company. And if you have these limiting beliefs around money, around stepping into leadership, around fear of judgment, all of the things like I did, they will continue to hold you back. And so I help you break through those with my sales system. So it's duplicatable for your team. And then what got me out of the fitness industry was really discovering the fact that our health came down to our gut brain access, and this is the company I decided to partner with, was they were the only ones doing mental wellness through the gut-brain access. And because I was experiencing overwhelm and anxiety and panic attacks from being so much in my head and overdoing, I knew that my body was lacking something else. And that's what I discovered the gut-brain access. So for anybody that wants to just, even if you're already healthy, because I was already working out, I was eating clean, I was meditating, I was doing the things, You looked at me, I looked fit, but on the inside, I was overwhelmed and anxious. And so if you're going through some of these processes, like with Penny's teaching, you will face some uncomfortable disintegration anxiety. I feel like when you align your gut brain access, that's going to help you calm down your central nervous system. Your access is literally the central nervous system. It's going to help you calm that down, release the neurotransmitters from your gut to target your brain. So you could have a mental performance that's optimal for you reaching your goals. So there's another health-related Facebook group called the uh, the Mental Fitness Movement Group. I'm pretty sure Penny's going to link both of those in the show notes. So if you guys want help in those areas, reach out to me. I'm super passionate about getting to the root of your problems like
0: Penny is. And it's multifactorial, right? So different tools all around. Yeah, so for everyone who tuned in today, thank you for listening. And one takeaway that I want you to get from the wrap-up of this show is that Justina was just speaking about her offerings. She never mentioned the company that she works for and that's because she is stepping into her own identity and what it is that she specifically has to bring to the table to make this experience different. When you can boldly step into your own identity and move forward, you are going to change people. Owning that changes something within you. When you can own it and feel and know that you're worthy of it and that you deserve it. If this sounds like something that is important to you, I want you to really consider signing up for Release, Renew, Realign. That is the eight-week workshop that Justina and I have touched on where I give you the tools to be able to release the past renew some of the core basic truths about you and to begin to realign with your inner self with your higher self so that you can create a life that you desire so until we meet next time see you later bye thank you bye-bye thanks for tuning in today i would love it if you would head over to itunes and leave a positive review about how this episode has helped you to improve your life when you leave a positive review, it helps us to reach even more people, helping them to change their lives. And that positive energy and vibration of sharing comes back to you as we spread the message of how you can use the power of intention, creating stronger subconscious beliefs and raising our vibration to create the life that we desire the one that we're here to truly live so that we can fulfill our purpose in life. Once again, thanks for tuning in and I'll see you next time.